When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Doing today, it's Soleika. I'm so happy to be here. I hope you guys are doing well. And you're listening to Peaceful Moments with Jordan Brown. Oh, yeah, there you go. All right, just the two of us. We can make it if we try, just the two of us. Peace and blessings, blessings and peace. Thank you for joining me for another peaceful moment. You know what we do here at the peaceful moment. If, you, if this is your first time joining me um, for an episode, I just want to say thank you so much. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to spend a little peaceful moment with me. Now, let me tell you something. We all deserve peace in our lives, and I believe that having peace in your life is a right. Take this time to reflect on your life and think about your future. What can you do better? What can we move better? How can we pray better? How can we be better? If you want to contact me, if you want to get in touch with me in the podcast, you can do so on Instagram at peaceful underscore podcast or on Twitter, peaceful underscore podcast. Or if you want to leave me a voice message in the description of this podcast episode, you will find a link that's going to take you to Anchor. And from there, you can send me a voicemail. A little voice message, you feel me? But today I have my good girlfriend, Soleika, Miss Soso. And she's talking about her journey from Washington State. Now, Washington, D.C., y'all. I don't know how she messed that up. From Washington State all the way back to Broward County, Florida. So, only thing I need you to do is sit back, relax, and just be peaceful. How you think I'll be peaceful? I'll be calm. Get closer to the microphone. Thank you. First of all, I haven't seen you since. When'd you leave? When'd you leave the store? Oh, Jesus! First of all, first of all, <laughs> let's give a, a round of applause for leaving the store. Let's just clap. Let's just clap. Let's yes. give up one for that. Yes, because that store is toxic. The as Lord. Hell. The Lord delivered us from Lodabar. You hear me? Yeah, the Lord delivered me because I was, I, yeah, because I wanted to whoop some people's ass. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Cut that out. All right. So, when did you leave the store? Um, I would say now, maybe like two, three years ago, was it? Amen. I, I think so. I don't remember the exact date or time, but I remember just wanting to leave and I just got out of there. Mm-hmm. Cause it was just became a very toxic moment for me in that store. Mm-hmm. And I felt like my work was just not appreciated and they just wanted to a body there. And I was just not happy coming into work. And I feel like you have to be happy or somewhat happy or content going into a place that you have to be there for eight hours or more. Exactly. So I wasn't, I wasn't there. And then I was like, I gotta go. 
I got to go. And I left. I don't know that's right. Because I've been gone for three years. I've been gone for three years mm-hmm. from the store. And so, like, that was a... I, I appreciate working there because in that store I became an adult because I started working in that store when I was 19 years old, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I was literally the youngest person in the store the my entire time working there. Yeah. I was the youngest person in the store. So while I was 19, I was working with people that are in their 30s. Like, GM was in her 40s, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, I was the the baby of that, that store. And so, like, I appreciate everything that y'all have taught me, everything that y'all showed me, how to conduct myself. Definitely. Definitely. There's a lot to appreciate in that store. But there's also a lot to just, yeah, mm, no. Mm-mm. Yeah, I had to get the hell up out of there. There's a lot. Of, I've done a lot of weird shit in my life. But I ain't doing shit like that no more. <laughs> I've done a lot of weird shit in my life. So before we get into your story, so-so, let the people know where they can find you. And any projects that you're working on right now? I'm not working on any projects. Um, you cannot find me. <laughs> I have no social media. Mm-hmm. Except for Snapchat. Um, and I barely follow anyone on Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I'm just not a social media person. Um, I like to kind of stay untraceable. So, yeah, I don't have any projects. I'm just focusing on me, my career, and just being here there's dog over there and what is that career so i work for dhs um department of homeland security period and i'm just trying to grow in my career field um and that's just about it that's just really about it Mm -hmm. i'm just trying to get to a place before i'm 30. you a fed yes i am You heard it here first, folks. Y'all heard it here first. Our first fed. I was a fed. Look at yeah, that. Yeah, I was in the army. Look, I was a yeah. fed. Okay. Yeah, look at that. I forgot. <laughs> God damn. I forgot you were in the army. <laughs> Don't forget you were in the army. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to forget. Hey, it was a experience. You experienced it. I sure You learned did. a lot from it, and that's sure all did. you have to say about it. You have to appreciate the things that you went through in mm-hmm. life because it teaches you for future things mm-hmm. and you can act on mm-hmm. if you feel like if something else is coming on from your past, you know how to react to it mm-hmm. from to it. Yeah. If that makes sense. But if I had the choice, I would control all delete that shit from my memory. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> Certain <laughs> things, you know, you can say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm, Certain mm-hmm. things do need to be deleted. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. 100%. So, um, I'm trying something new. Mm-hmm. It's called rent-free, right? Mm. So, um, it's anything that has been in your like your rotation for this week. Mm. Anything that's constantly on your mind. Something that's living rent-free in your mind right now. So, right now, I have two things. I'm reading this book by Richard Wright. Mm. It's called The Native Son. It was written in the 1940s. And it's about a black man who kills um, a young white girl. Mm. Um, and it just details the story of um, of how he got to the place where he needed. Excuse me. It's this damn. What is it? Rancho La Croya? <laughs> Honey. 
It's so right now I'm um I just started the book and it's amazing. The imagery is amazing. Um, I'm not reading it at the moment. It's an audio book, mm-hmm. but I am following along with the physical book too. Okay. The second thing that's on my um, rent free in my mind right now mm-hmm. is Adele's Thirty album. Mm. Yes. She put some cocaine mm. in that one. <laughs> she put some. Oh man, six she, years been gone for six years, and she can come back and do this album like this. Mm-hmm. Lord bless my soul. You don't touch my heart. Mm-hmm. You don't touch everything, child. <laughs> the thing about this album that I love so much is that. What happened? She wants to go play. No, it's okay. shit. She ain't playing with shit. Sit. Bella, <laughs> lay down. Lay down. Thank you. I know that's right. She said, "I ain't shit, but." But this album, she sounds stronger now. Mm-hmm. Previous albums and previous songs, she's basically begging. For that man to come back, she's begging for whomever to like be in her life. Mm-hmm. Never mind, I'll find. Like, mm-hmm. bitch, you kind of down bad right now. A lot of you, but this album was like a big middle finger to to that man, a big um, a big slap in the face to him. She's stating that she's better now, and she's mm-hmm. she's learned from her mistake, and um. She needs to love herself at the moment. That's mm-hmm. all there is to it. And I agree with that album. Everything, every word that she said to that album is just, it hits. If you ever been through similar things or similar, like, relationships, that mm-hmm. album is for you. You need to go listen to that album. You need mm-hmm. to go love yourself, girl. Self-love is the best love. Mm-hmm. And what I Whitney said... <laughs> Because the great test. Thank you. Just sing. That was all the ice I brought too. No, it's okay. That shit got kind of spicy, didn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, 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 okay. (laughs) But so so, what has been rent free in your mind lately? Um, by that, I guess you mean like angry, or you just want me to talk. What what's been in your mind? Like what's been in your any albums, any books, any person you mad at? Any? Oh, I, I'm I'm upset. I'm pissed. Damn. I'm what happened? <laughs> Let me give me some money. <laughs> I, I am fucking livid. What happened? I'm just you know. Hold on, I gotta get an ASMR. Um, it's just I'm just listen. I would never think mm-hmm. that this one word would come into play in my life, you know. What? And I feel like it's half karma, right? Because I never believed in the word, and I be- never believed in what the fuck? when that person used to tell me this word, and I just never believed how strong that word was. And that word for me is consistency. Ooh, what Adele said? <laughs> Cons- Complacency. <laughs> Is the worst trait to have. Are you crazy? You ain't never had a woman like me. And then she says, Consistency is a gift to give for free, and it is key. To ever keep. That sentence alone to me hit home. 
it hits home so hard because I just feel like when somebody is asking you, is only asking you, right, for consistency, Mm -hmm. consist, just give me consistency, Mm -hmm. right, for now, and you can't even give that. That that's just honestly, that's just. That just irks my nerves. Mm. That just brings, that that just pisses me off, and not like any type of pissed off. It's just like the Haitian in me comes out, and mm. I just get pissed off. <laughs> Piss off. Oof. Piss like, off. Piss off. off. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I only ask for consistency. You know what's so crazy about that song? She says complacency and consistency. consistency. Yes. The difference between the two, because mm-hmm. complacency and consistency is the exact same thing. Because mm-hmm. complacency means that you left the situation the way it was in the state it was in. Mm-hmm. Consistency is keeping a situation intact mm-hmm. the way it is. Yeah. The only difference is hard work. So complacent is just like, all right, that's good enough. Yeah. And consistency says that's good enough, but we're going to keep it good enough. Mm-hmm. That's the only difference. That's the. It's crazy that you said that because I, I was thinking about this earlier. So I'm glad we're aligned right mm-hmm. now. So I, I just feel like that word for me, it means a lot. As far as right now, it means a lot to me in a sense of just the dating world. If that makes sense. Because mm-hmm. if you can't be consistent and we're just starting off, mm-hmm. how is it going to be? Three years down the line. Yes. Oh, if I'm only asking for consistency. If I'm not asking you to be with me or any, just consistency. You can't even be consistent. My guy, it's not that hard. But what are you looking to keep consistent? Like a phone call? A, text a phone mes- call, text message, just communication. Like, it's just, it's just mind-blowing how somebody just can't be consistent. And if... And they keep asking, what do you want from me? And I keep telling you. And you just mm. keep doing a total opposite of what I tell you. If that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. I know one thing you can't do is control anybody else but yourself. You can't. And, you know, I've... Wait. Let it play. But consistency is key, though. Um, for me, um, I have learned that... To not expect consistency, mm-hmm. but to ex I I I don't want to say like I I I find consistency in other forms mm-hmm. because what I'm looking maybe somebody can't be consistent in the way that I want them to be consistent, mm-hmm. but let me see if the way th- their form like what they can be consistent in you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying so let's say a person gives you a a good old a good old good morning text every single morning yeah like like i understand that part mm-hmm. but the guy was just not consistent on anything <laughs> Bella. damn you can't give him the benefit of the doubt yeah. i i did and i kept giving him the benefit of the doubt because that's just who i am i give you a thousand chances mm-hmm. and let you let i guess i give you a thousand chances to let you screw me over mm-hmm. that's how i look at it mm-hmm. but now i need to stop that Mm-hmm. Because I got screwed over really bad. Yeah, you can only be a dumbass one time. Yeah, that's what it is. 
So I can't. He was just not consistent in any type of level. Damn. So y'all hear that? Consistency is key to keep a woman like she. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Say that in Creole. Oh shit! Hold on. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Y'all gotta be ready, cause when I throw out a command, y'all gotta be on fucking point. You gotta be to ready. To be on honest, the- I don't even remember how to say consistency in Creole. To be honest with you, I I can tell you, um, from mm. for dim, for Period. <laughs> Period. 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 Is there anything else that's in your mind free right now? No, that was it. I, I got more to say in that story, but you know, I'm not gonna go in there. Right. Because it's just gonna break it's a triggering moment for mm-hmm. me. Put that to rest. It, yes. Let's do it right now. Ready? Mm. Breathe with me. I just wanna whoop his ass one time. But you know, okay. I just wanted to say that. Okay. I'm triggered. Breathe with me. Breathe. Let's breathe. Ready? Get close to the microphone mm. so they can hear you breathe. Mm. Ready? One. We're gonna breathe in for five. Hold it for five mm. and let out for ten. Ready? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna snap. Ready? Breathe in. Release it. There you go. All right. So, so, so you wanted to talk about your story of moving to Oregon, Washington, Washington State. Hmm. You moved to Washington State. The Pacific Northwest. Was it? Was it? Or which one was it? It was this one or this one? Mm. This mm. one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Was it palm of the hand? <laughs> which side of the hand was it? Was it this side of the no, hand or this side? It was this side. It was the light skin side of the mm-hmm. hand. God damn. Yeah. So tell me about that experience. Oh man. Mm. <laughs> okay. Why did you move up there? What was what the hell was going on? Um, I got my job there. Oh. So it's a funny story. Um, I applied for a job, and when I applied for it, I was kind of in a rush while I was doing the application, because it's like one of those applications you, you, um, you get, (laughs) (laughs) I am spinning, (laughs) you get, they get like a certain amount of people and they close application. Really? Yeah. So. Can you say what company? DHS, Department of Security, yeah. The Fed. So, um, I filled out the application mm-hmm. and I picked this place called Blaine, Washington. Okay. And I was just so in a rush of filling out the application. All I saw behind it was a WA. So in my head, I was like Washington, but I'm only thinking of Washington DC. <laughs> you gotta love black people huh? yes you, you do. gotta love them and i'm over here you know i'm like whatever um probably not gonna get this job anyways i tell you now six months later i get a phone call amen but then when i get the phone call um i don't remember the person said something to me and i was just like mm, let me check this out I mean, I know I'm not that good at geography, but <laughs> <laughs> but this not looking like where I want to go. Where the math ain't math. <laughs> the math is not. It's not adding up. So I went to dinner and I I told my friend, and then I remember my friend said to me, "Where are you going?" And I told him, and he was like, mm, "No, 
let me let me show you something, boo. He put on the computer, <laughs> and he was like, "You going to some Twilight shit? You going to what? To some Twilight shit? You ever watch Twilight? I sure did. Oh, okay. What does that mean? The movie mm-hmm. with Bella and Edward, the Twilight mm-hmm. saga. Yeah, but I ain't never watched. You it, never though. watch it? Okay. So it's basically he's explaining the scenery of the mm-hmm. place because it's a whole. It's all there is over there is just forest and trees and. Oh shit. Yeah, it's basically, and that's where Twilight was filmed around that area. Really? Mm-hmm. It was four wow. hours from there. <laughs> you about to get your vampire on? Girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I didn't look into it that much, to be honest with you. Um, I was just like, I was just so happy that mm-hmm. I got the job mm-hmm. and I was just so happy that I'm finally starting somewhere in my career, mm-hmm. um, to start moving up. And, um, I, I went there with no expectations mm-hmm. because I felt like if I went there with expectations, then I would have been very disappointed. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really do any research in the town like that. The only thing I knew was there was a time difference, a three-hour time difference. Yeah. That was about it. But I didn't go in there with no expectations at all. I just picked up my shit, and I left. That's it. Amen. A leap on faith. A leap on faith. Yes, That's it was. So good. It was a, a lot going on. But, yeah, um, I got there at midnight. And it was really looking like some Twilight shit. It really was. I, <laughs> the airport is so small. And all you see is trees around the air. Like some serial killer type things going on. Mm. And I was just there with about like five. I think it was like five suitcases or some shit. With my dog. And the hotel was across the street. But I couldn't mm-hmm. go across the street with five suitcase in the dark mm-hmm. so called the uber the uber charged me twenty dollars to take me on a less than one minute ride damn because of the dog no that's just the prices up there what oh because there's not a lot of them because y'all in the fucking woods mm-hmm. damn what's up so yeah i mean um it was the experience um definitely an experience i've learned a lot from there and Mm -hmm. i think i need it's something that i needed to do i think god put me there for me to not only learn but to kind of understand myself more and what Mm -hmm. i could really do without the help of individuals if that makes sense Mm -hmm. like a, a humbling experience yes so I learned a lot about myself. I learned a lot of what I can do. Mm-hmm. I learned how to be even more patient. I learned how to bite my tongue. I learned how not to explode on mm-hmm. people. Um, yeah, it, it was just definitely a humbling experience. Um, coming back to Florida, the only thing I can say is coming back to Florida, I came back as a How can I say this? I can control my anger more mm-hmm. because of what I had to deal with over mm-hmm. there. But I came back as an angry black woman. Hmm? If that makes sense. 
I, because of the racial experience I've experienced over mm-hmm. there that I never experienced in Florida. Mm-hmm. That was everything was new for me. It was a it, it was a different world. So now I second guess a lot of things because you don't experience that much in Florida. So experiencing it there, it's like. It, yeah, you're taken it, back. Yeah, I know. You're taken back, and you're just like, what? Like, did that just happen? Like, did, 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 did that really just happen to you? You just call me a nigger. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, it's just, and I tell you now, bro. It gave me more patience because mm-hmm. I had to learn how to bite my tongue because of where I work. Because I'm not gonna let you get me out of character and make me lose my job for no reason. My good government job. Yeah. So. Um, that's that's where the patience came in for me because I I was told that I was very hot headed, mm-hmm. so I guess I'm not hot headed anymore because I've learned how to basically just think mm-hmm. about what's gonna happen after I explode on you. What is that gonna do? You know what I'm saying? That means everything that you just did to me goes out the window, and I just become the angry black woman. Mm-hmm. And I become the aggressor. They put a stamp on you. Yes. So I've learned how to control that. I learned how to master that for real. Mm-hmm. Because. To hold your peace. Yes. Aren't yes. You? That's beautiful. Because when you. A jur- journeys. No matter what journey you go through. There's always like a. How can I say this? How can I put this in a good way? That's not confusing to the listeners. <laughs> like, when you start a journey, mm-hmm. you don't, you never realize the changes that you're going through. Because, mm-hmm. like, that's the first step you take in the journey. You, like, you automatically start becoming a new person. Yeah. You don't understand how much you're changing and how much you're growing until something challenges you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Until something like put you in a situation where your newfound superpowers are tested you know what i mean because mm-hmm. you could just gain fire powers you like let's it's the it's, it's the margarita girl i am spinning. spinning let's say i get electricity powers one day mm-hmm. i will never know how strong my electricity powers are until there's a thunderstorm near me mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah until something bigger than me with the same gifting as me mm-hmm pushes me pushes me to act on those new newfound gifts you know what I'm saying so I feel like in this situation you moving all the way to to bumfuck yeah that's what I call it all the way to bumblefuck Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's what I call it all the growing and the the blossoming that you did here Mm mhm allowed you to thrive up there mm-hmm. even though that wasn't the place where you were, were supposed to plant your roots mm-hmm. and spread your seeds yeah that was your that was your garden for a little bit mm-hmm. i think so too mm. i really think so too Bella, lay down now i think so too um and it's funny because my i always said i would move away mm-hmm even before I started college. Um, and when I finally got to move away, my family for sure said, yeah, she ain't coming back. Mm. And I thought so too. 
I wasn't coming back. But I came back. Mm -hmm. And I came back within a year. Mm -hmm. And I, I came back because it was just not my... It was just... That place was just not for me. Mm -hmm. It's just... It was just not for me. Like, it came to a point, I feel like, there's only so much you can take. Mm -hmm. and there's only so much... It's either you're going to... I had two options, right? Either I'm going to be numb to it, mm -hmm. right? Or I'm just going to explode on somebody one day. I keep fighting or go numb. And that's not two options I'm willing to accept. So I just decided, um, you know, I have a way out. Um, mm -hmm. I'm going to take my way out. And I was out of there. I mean, the people I work are amazing. The people I worked with were amazing people. But I just, I don't think they truly understood what I was dealing with outside of work. Mm -hmm. For a person like me. And I don't, I don't blame them because I don't think they would ever understand, you know, that you can say you understand, but that word to me now, I take it personally because you can't tell me you understand when you truly don't understand they because can, you don't go through what I go through. They you can sympathize, but they can't. Yeah. They can't relate. Yeah. So it's just. Mm, I just didn't really speak to anybody about my experiences that I was going through over there, mm -hmm. you know, except for like, you know, my sister or my mother. That's it. But us outside of that is just nobody at work understood what happens after I leave this place. Yeah, mm -hmm. you guys are humbling people, but you guys don't know what the hell I'm going through outside of work. When I go to a store, they're looking at me like I'm an alien. I came from another town mm -hmm. or I I'm being followed in the store mm -mm. or, you know, like straight up, I go in the grocery store. A lady doesn't want to bag my grocery because of my skin color, you know, mm -hmm. or people are just looking at me like I've never been stared at this much in my life. Like you would think I'm famous, <laughs> but famous for the wrong reasons. Famous for the wrong reasons. So. I mean, it's a beautiful place, beautiful town. Um, I'm not saying other people are bad in there, but you do have those bad batches of mm -hmm. people there, still there with their old ways, you know? Um, but it's otherwise, it's a beautiful town, beautiful place if you want to raise a family. But if you a Miami person, don't do it. Don't do it, y'all. Don't, don't do it. If you a Miami person, don't do it. So was there any experience that especially stood out, like a, a bad experience? I want the good. Tell me the really, really good experience first. Um, I think just the really good experience for me personally, um, it's just being somewhere different, I would say. Mm -hmm. It's like I said, it's a beautiful town. Like, um, I don't like Christmas. I know. I sound like the Grinch. Really? Yeah, I don't like Christmas. Christmas is just one of those holidays I just don't care for. Really? I love Christmas. Yeah. Oh, my god. But being over there, because it's such a small town, mm -hmm. and it's like one of... The, I, I call it like one of those towns that you you see in those Lifetime movies. Those uh, small yeah. little towns. Where everybody's waving mm -hmm. and happy-go-lucky and doing backflips yes. and shit. Whoville. 
it's like one of those yeah mm-hmm. with the trees and you could see the mountains oh with the snow God. like it's literally one of the it'd be snowing yeah it snowed for christmas did you ever see snow before you moved up there i did once okay so did you like it living in it is a different story (laughs) just yeah (laughs) living in it is a different story Mm -hmm. um but it i actually liked christmas over there Mm. because the way they do christmas like they decorate and it just makes you feel like it's the holidays mm-hmm. everything is and it, it's an all-white christmas because it's snowing um there's holiday lights you have your christmas tree it's cold outside mm. you just want your hot chocolate on your couch yeah i actually like christmas over there like people thought well not people my family thought i was high or something i know that's right because should have been i bought a christmas tree and they're like you bought a christmas tree you decorating your house for Christmas? Because I actually, it made me feel like it was Christmas. It was, I just remember the night. It was very nice. I just remember, I think it started snowing December 21st. So it was just, I got home and I have have a balcony. Mm -hmm. And the balcony, it faces the street and the mountains. Mm -hmm. So... I opened it up just a little bit and all you saw because I had my Christmas tree already up and all you saw inside the house was like my Christmas lights and I was just on the couch with Bella with my glass of wine and all you saw outside was snow white it's just all white it's it's just makes you feel kind of cozy you know until you got to go to work yeah until you got to go to work yeah Fuck. And scrape your car. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> scrape the snow off and, Fuck. you know, that shit. inch deep in your, yeah. I'll call out for the whole month. I called out the first day because I didn't know it was snowing outside mm-hmm. until I woke up and my, my car was inch deep in the snow. Really? Yeah. I didn't know it was snowing outside. What, what are you supposed to, you supposed to just dig it out? Um, well, the plowing guy is supposed to help a real girl out, but he saw me and he just left. <laughs> The plowing guy? <laughs> what was he supposed to do? He was supposed to plow. Plow what? Plow the snow. Out. Out. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't plow the snow. He just looked at me and he left. I was like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me at the moment? Are they supposed to plow the snow from the street? Yeah, but they pay him. The complex oh, pay him. Oh, to, oh the. Yeah, oh, okay, to plow okay. the snow off off the, the 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 street that our apartment is in okay okay, okay. and my car was the last car in the last parking spot so mm-hmm. all the snow mm-hmm. went to my car oh. i couldn't even get my car out damn because all the snow was built up behind my car i couldn't I even went, back my car out i would went right back to sleep i did i, t- I know that's <laughs> I know that's I called, right. I called my I called my manager and I was like, listen, and they all knew I was from Florida. Mm-hmm. And I just became the laughing stock because I was like, I was freaking out. I was just like, I can't get my car out the parking lot. It's snowing. And I never drove in snow before. That was true. I never driven in snow before. And I was like, I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, calm down. She's like, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Just take the day off. And I was like, okay, thank you so very much. I couldn't get my car out. Damn. You had to shovel that shit? Yes, I did. You had to go buy a shovel or you already had no. a shovel? 
actually, I waited until the plow guy decided to do his job. Um. And then I took my car out. I took my car out of the parking spot. Fuck. Yeah. So. That should be cold lightning. Um. If you stay in it for too long, yes. But when you're in it, I don't think so. Just me personally. Because it was cold the other day. It was only like 71 degrees. I was cold. pissed. That was not cold. I was like, mm, take my ass right back in the house. I'm glad I ain't worried yesterday. Because, bitch, it was for reason. It was about like 61. I was like, fuck this. It was not cold. I Mm-hmm. To you. <laughs> <laughs> bitch, I was cold. Like, I, I became I became kind of like, I don't know. I always liked the cold. Really? Yeah. I think I'm the only Florida person that has so many winter boots that lives in Florida. Mm-mm, I like to be hot. No, I like the I cold. love to be hot. Mm-mm. So, for me, good weather for me, I would say 39, 35. Uh, Ross Holt. <laughs> See, I like I like Texas heat, that hot, dry no. heat. And then you come in the house, take a cold shower, and like you just chill on the couch for a little bit. No. But I don't like that, co- I don't like that cold... Oh, you'll be fine. I don't like that cold shit. You got to come in the house and your fucking fingers are numb and shit. And you got to take a warm shower. And then when your fingers do come back to life after being cold, they hurt so bad. Well, I've experienced that before. And that that thing hurts. That, that I like I said, I don't be prepared for these weathers over there. It was <laughs> snowing. <laughs> it started snowing. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have my glove. I didn't have the right coat. Thank God I bought a shovel, but it's it's. I had to shovel the snow out with my bare hands, with no gloves, and my fingers. I know your shit was like this. Yeah, it was stuck like this, and it became numb. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, I try to defrost my fingers. That was the most painful thing I ever experienced in my life. It was like a chronic, and it was like like I felt like somebody was just like like thousands of needles mm-hmm. on my hands Oof. and the heat was not helping either that I should make it worse make it worse <laughs> it was it making it, it worse. worse it was making it worse so i had to just sit in the car and wait for the pain and my hand to defrost by itself that, that was painful that's some shit oh and then you got to start your car up and let it warm uh, up let first. it warm up damn because mm-hmm. down here it takes a long fucking time for the heater to kick to for the heat to kick in mm-hmm. could you imagine so oh my goodness every morning heat up my car and wait there for at least 10 15 minutes for it to i bet there'd be no robberies around that time yes there is actually in that town there's a lot of petty theft really mm-hmm. y'all that down bad y'all gonna steal somebody's shit in the cold yeah there's a lot of petty mm-hmm. theft Cause well if you need it you need it honey there's a lot of crackheads too over there. Yeah, it's a small town. Yeah. Drugs is big in mm-hmm. small towns. Cause you ain't got shit else to do but do drugs. A lot of petty thefts. A lot of petty thefts over there. They were breaking into cars like like it was Christmas over there. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. So tell me one of the more like bad stories. Mm. I like how we're on the same energy with the little one piece. <laughs> I like your little one piece. piece. I like that. Let me put uh, this to the side. Oh, man. I think one of the worst experience I had was I went to Target. 
period. And I went to get a purse for work. And um, I was talking on the phone with my brother. And I was just walking around talking. And I was looking for the purse. But, like, you know, like, when you're going in between aisles, you just keep walking around. Like, you're like, it has to be here somewhere. But I'm just talking on the phone. And in my peripherals, I can see a security guard following me. So I'm, like, not really minding it. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, whatever. So I finally found a purse. But the way they placed the purse, it was, like, two different purses. And I was trying to see which purse I wanted. But the way they placed the purse, it was, like, in a corner on the floor. Mm-hmm. So I guess just me walking around on my phone looking for the purse that I became an automatic suspect. And I picked up the purse. And I'm still not paying attention, really. And I'm walking to the register, and I see the line is long. And I was like, mm, okay, I don't feel like doing this because I got one item. Let me go to self-checkout. And the security guard goes and wait for me in the, f- in, in the front to see if I pay for the purse. I'm still watching him. And I pay for my purse. And then as I'm trying to walk out the door, I get stopped. Mm. And they asked me to search my purse. To me, in my head, like, I'm on the phone, but in my head, I'm not, like, realizing what's happening. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, yeah, sure, whatever. Went in my purse, checked my purse. He's like, you're good. I was like, okay. And I walk out. I walk out. And then when I walk out, I got in the car. And I was just like, I told my brother, like, hold up. Wait a minute. Let me call you back. I like everything just like started kicking in. Yeah, started yeah. kicking in of what the hell just happened to me. I was just racially profiled. And I was just sitting in the car. I was like, if I were, and everyone was asking me, oh, why didn't you react right there and then? And I'm like, I didn't realize what the hell just happened to me. And as I'm sitting in the car and I'm realizing everything, like I'm becoming more upset. <laughs> But I just felt like if I needed to do something, I should have did it right there and then, which is correct. But I, me walking out, it just I felt like I can't just go back in there and just like start start up a storm. Because mm-hmm. if I was gonna start up a storm, I should have did it right there and then. But for someone that it never happened to me like in Florida, and it just happened just like that. hear echoes no it was like a it was a, i don't know what it was i don't know what it was it, it scared me though i heard like a, a you ever heard a, a tesla backup no oh yeah yeah yeah. It's they like make that a, i heard that something like, yeah i did hear it too you heard it too right yeah okay <laughs> go ahead i'm so sorry <laughs> um so um i think that was one of the worst experience for me because that was my first experience as far as being racially profiled the Mm. way it happened and that stuck with me that stuck with me since i lived there because i i started realizing okay i see where i'm at i see what i'm gonna have to deal with Mm. if i decide to stay here and i think that 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 to me was the beginning of i'm an angry black woman Mm. (laughs) Because it's after that, it just became a, a kind of like a cycle. 
because you you're constantly on yes defense mode. Mm-hmm. You constantly got to be like being hyper aware of your surroundings. See who's looking at me, who's judging me, mm-hmm. who's trying to. It's exhausting. It's an exhausting experience. Oh my god. So I think that was one of my worst experience, and I, that thing stuck with me until I left Washington State mm-hmm. because it's just. It just never happened to me that way. Mm-hmm. So I learned from it, but it stuck with me because I knew what the deal was that day. I knew where I was at. Mm-hmm. And shit just kept coming after, after and after and after and after. So um, I guess that was my worst experience, yeah. How long were you there before this happened? That was my, actually my two weeks in. Oh. And you were there for a year? For, yeah, almost a year, like nine months. So, damn. That was your fucking welcome parade mm-hmm. into this new, brand new state. Two weeks in, because I was buying the purse to go to work for my first day at work. That was two weeks in, yeah. That's the shit I'll be talking about. Like, people don't care how long you've been there. They don't give a fuck what your status is or what your title is. Mm-hmm. As long as you got that fucking mark on your back, the brown skin on your body your target you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying because something like that similar happened not the squirrels talking to each other you hear that shit mm-hmm. it's like the, three of them bella's ready to go she is the um i was in new orleans and i just got off of like a, uh what is it called i went on a bike tour of the city mm-hmm. so i was on an electric bike and i was riding around a bike i was just going around the city the entire new orleans taking pictures of like the scenery the graffiti the architecture mm-hmm. and so i get back to um to the bike place i get the lead of my bike during the process of me going around the city i fell off the bike so my clothes are dirty now because new orleans is not a clean city Mm-mm. i fell and now i'm dirty mm-hmm. and so remember i used to have my big ass afro yeah. right so i fell off the bike i get back to the hotel i go to the bathroom because i have to pee real bad because i just don't fucking bike ride mm-hmm. Shit, you can't just pee on the street so I went to the bathroom to pee, but then I forgot. Oh damn, my Invisalign is, is still in it. My Invisalign still isn't in my mouth. So I went back to the bathroom, put my Invisalign back in, and then I walked back out. And the lady stopped me and she was like, she was a black lady. She was like, "Are you a guest here?" And I was like, "Yeah." What room you in? I was like, seven sixty. And she's like, oh, "Okay, I was just checking." Mm. I was like, "What the fuck?" So I get back up to my room. I'm chilling. I'm on my phone, Instagram, laughing and talking and shit. Then I get a phone call from the room, the room phone. Mm-hmm. I pick up the phone. I'm like, "Good afternoon. This is Jordan Brown in room 760. How can I help you, professionally? You know how I am, <laughs> high class." So it's like, "Hi, Mr. Brown. I'm trying to figure out who are you rooming with right now." And I said, "Well, it's me, my friend, and my sister." And she was like, "Well, can you describe your friend? Because somebody walked in the hotel and said they were in your room." And I said, excuse me, that was me. They asked me, was I a guest here? She's like, oh, okay. I guess there was some confusion. Well, thank you. So I was like, what the fuck? Mm. So I grabbed my room key. I went downstairs and I showed the lady. I was like, this is my room key. I'm a guest here. And she was like, oh, no, it's just safety protocol. I was trying to make sure. And I was like, okay, well, why are you at it? Give me another room key. Because the room key wasn't working anymore. Mm. So I got the room key, went back upstairs, and then it was bothering me so bad. 
I told my sister and I told my friend about what happened. And so we were going out because we we had to go get brunch. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I was trying to get lit. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get sideways. New Orleans is the best time to get lit. Listen. If they don't know about New Orleans, y'all better go visit. You New better Orleans. go. You better go. Go get toasted. Get go. Please. Go support a black business please. while you at it. So I went downstairs and I was because me, my friend, and my sister were talking to the lady, and she was like, "Well, I understand your concern, but sometimes the homeless people get into the." Sometimes the homeless people get inside of the hotel and they, they spend, they, they'll just sit in the bathroom so they have to be outside in the cold sometimes. And I was like, so I look homeless? Is that what you're saying? And she's like, no, it's just safety protocol. And I was like, I understand the safety protocol, mm-hmm. but I'm a person. And then my sister's like, is getting upset. She's like, I don't understand why y'all profile him like this. He's around. I'm like, because so now the manager and my sister are going back and forth. They're yelling at each other. Mm-hmm. And I said, hold on. Listen, ma'am. I understand the safety protocol. You explained it three times to me already. That doesn't negate the fact that I'm still a person. And what you said, saying that I fit the description of a homeless person coming into the hotel to chill in the bathroom, hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. So, in compensation for what you said to me, I need monetary compensation for my stay. Do you understand? She's like, yes, Mr. Brown, but I just want to make sure that. And I was like, no, because the only thing you had to say was I'm sorry. But because you don't want to say I'm sorry, mm-hmm. give me my money back. Yeah. And I said, I'm coming back later on at 1030 p.m. after we leave the party. And if I do not have paperwork showing me how much money I'm getting back from my stay, we're going to have a problem. I'm trying to be nice now because I'm sober. When I get back, I'm not going to be sober. And if I act a fool in here, it's not going to be my fault. And this lady's looking at me like. What is wrong with him? Mm. Because every day I come in, it's the same woman. Because you know, mm-hmm. most hotels, like the lady at the front desk, is probably the same lady that's for your whole stay. Yeah. So we're there for about a week, and every day, I, every day I see her. Good morning. How are you? I'm all happy. Go. You know who I am. Mm-hmm. Happy go lucky, smiling, the peaceful prince. Mm-hmm. But now you're racially profiling me, telling me I look like a homeless person, when I'm the person who paid for this goddamn hotel. Mm-hmm. My card is on file for this hotel. Not theirs, not him, not her. It's me. But I'm the one who's getting racially profiled mm-hmm. because my clothes are dirty after I went on a fucking 10-mile bike ride around the goddamn city and fell off the goddamn bike. Bitch, I was so damn mad. But I did get 50% off my stay, though. No. So if y'all do want to racially profile me, just go ahead and do it, baby, because I'm getting my goddamn money back. <laughs> I'm getting my motherfucking money back. That's all I got to say. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm happy you got your money back. Thank you. Me too. Cause I sure pay my phone bill with that money. <laughs> so so, how much time we got? We're way over time. Mm. I'll try to stop at fifty four minutes. Forty five. It's a dyslexia girl. All right. So, before we end, do you have any advice for anybody who's about to start their journey to a new place? Um, I would say, um, do not go in there with expectations. That's my number mm-hmm. one thing. Because mm-hmm. I feel like if you go in there with expectations, you're going to get disappointed real fast. Just go and um, go without any expectations, but still find your research into the place of where you're going but mm-hmm. just don't go into an extensive research mm-hmm. and just 
go be you be mm-hmm. your authentic self mm-hmm. and um honestly and just live your life man don't let don't let nothing put you down don't let nobody tell you can't do it because i feel like if you're doing it on your own and if you're whether you're on your own or not a new place new experiences you're going to find who you truly are. You're going to experience certain things in life that you probably never would experience in your hometown. And it's, it's going to be different. You're going to meet different people. Trust me about mm-hmm. that. Um, but the reward at the end is the best. Because mm-hmm. you learn about yourself more than you think. And if you ever decide to come back to your hometown you will see what you have learned about yourself because it will it will show because nothing here has changed no only thing that's changed is you you Mm. and i'll just say go go for it man the best the best time to move is in your 20s Mm. i would say the best time to move is in your 20s because you're still full of life you still some people just don't know what they want and they go somewhere and they find exactly what they want to do in life. They find their answer. So just go for it. Let's wrap it up. I'm trying to figure out a new ending phrase, right? So my old ending phrase was like, so like that. So I said like, like, so like that. And you would say, like, so like that. And then the episode will be over. Mm. Uh, I want to try like something like always forward, always forward. But somebody already said that. We used to say it in the army, so I don't know if I can say that. What do you think? What do you think I should say? Mm. End it. Mm-hmm. I'm not really good at ending. Mm. You need to work on that. Yeah, I do. I need to work on a lot of things. Because <laughs> <laughs> me, I'll break up with your ass quick. <laughs> right? Till we, till we convene again. What does convene mean? You know what that means? Convene. I'm the worst person with vocabulary. Convene. Is that even a word? Convene. I'm the worst person with vocabulary. Till the next time we convene. Till the next time we convene. Till the next time we convene. I like it. Till the next time we convene.